Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Be Gracious, Not Vindictive. Today we hear constant calls for, quote-unquote, justice, so-called. But what about grace? Christ emphasized showing grace. We who are saved by grace are called to be gracious. We are not to be vindictive or to seek retaliation. Jesus addressed this issue in Matthew 5, 38 through 42. In Matthew 5, 38, he said, quote, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. This prescription is found in the law of the Old Testament scriptures. But Christ shows the intention was never to foster personal vengeance or retaliation. So much of what is called justice today amounts to vengeance. But the scripture is clear that vengeance belongs to the Lord. An eye for an eye was called the law of retaliation. But understand, this was never to be a matter of personal retaliation or vindication. Rather, this was a provision under the law that was carried out in the realm of the legal courts. This becomes very important in terms of the flow of thought and making proper application of what Christ is saying. Personal vengeance was never the intent. Jesus goes on to show that for kingdom citizens, there is to be no place for retaliation or being vindictive. We are to live above this. In Matthew 5, 39-42, Jesus gives four illustrations of this principle. Occasionally, Christ speaks in exaggerated terms, hyperbole, to make his point strong. <clears throat> and <clears throat> excuse me, and we see this hyperbolic emphasis in these verses addressing the issue of retaliation. In Matthew 5:39, Jesus says, "But I tell you, you heard eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. But I tell you not to resist an evil person. But whoever slaps you on the right cheek, turn the other to him also. An evil person is one who has done you wrong." And the human tendency is to want to retaliate. A slap on the right cheek in Jewish culture was considered a major insult, injuring your pride more than anything else. Jewish law demanded a stiff fine for such an injurious insult. Instead of retaliating, Christ says to turn the other cheek. Again, understand the spirit in which Christ speaks. In the context, the flow of thought continues from verse 38. In a situation where the courts should handle things, you don't become a vigilante and try to mete out justice on a personal, vengeful basis. Instead of doing that, you just take it. This is not to say there's no place for the civil authorities to deal with abuse. There is, just as there was under the law in the Old Testament. The issue here is personal retaliation. There is no place for personal revenge in kingdom ethics. But I would argue that there is a place to call the authorities when abuse is happening. If they are trying to knock your teeth out, call the police. And there is a place for self-defense and a place to be wise in proactively protecting yourself and your family. When someone abusively wrongs you, the thing to do is give it over to God and let him take care of it. Vengeance belongs to the Lord. Don't play God here. Give it to him. It belongs to him to repay. It is important to realize that personal retaliation is sin. It is wrong. It is not in keeping with kingdom living. Jesus continues, Matthew 5.40, If anyone wants to sue you and take away your tunic, let him have your cloak also. 
For whatever reason, this person wants to sue you. The most natural thing is to fight back. But Christ says not to retaliate, but instead to be gracious. Again, every situation has to be weighed in view of the whole counsel of God, but Jesus is here dealing with the issue of retaliation and is emphasizing we are to have a completely different spirit, really the exact opposite spirit. Instead of retaliating, we are to be extra gracious. The tunic was the inner garment, while the cloak was the outer coat-like garment. The law forbade taking away the cloak, for it provided warmth in the night and served as a type of blanket. Most do not feel that Jesus was, uh, what Jesus was saying, uh, most do not feel that what Jesus was saying was that we should offer everything and just go home with our loincloth. <clears throat> but rather, again, by way of hyperbole, was making the point that we should go to extremes in being gracious versus being vindictive when someone is seeking to legally take advantage of us. He is dealing with our attitude that should indicate material things are not the most important thing to us. Rather, gracious, godlike character is the main thing. He continues, Matthew 5.41, And whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. Here most commentators believe that Christ was referring to the Roman government's practice of military personnel having the authority to commandeer civilians to help them carry their supplies. As such, they had the authority to press both men and beasts into compulsory service when the interests of the government required it. If the government compels us to do something we don't like, which is not a moral issue, what should our attitude be? We American Christians, with our emphasis on independence and freedom, tend to struggle with this. We don't like being told what to do by the government. After all, the government is here to serve us, not the other way around, right? We are to be good citizens, with a spirit of being willing to be helpful in the matter of civic duties, even to go the second mile. Matthew 5:42. Give to him who asks you, and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. How should we understand this? Should we just be a soft touch that indiscriminately gives to everyone who wants something? I don't think so. Paul said, if any would not work, neither should he eat, 2 Thessalonians 3.10. He didn't say feed him anyway because of what Jesus said. Uh, most commentators agree that this presumes the person asking money or wanting to borrow has a legitimate need, and you know that fact. We must also take into account the many proverbs in the book of wisdom that counsel against indiscriminate lending or being surety for someone. Jesus was not contradicting these wisdom principles. We are not called to be naive or undiscerning. John MacArthur says, quote, The implication is that the person who asks has a genuine need. We are not required to respond to every foolish, selfish request made of us. Sometimes to give a person what he wants but does not need is a disservice, doing him more harm than good. End of quote. But there is another contextual consideration that fits the flow of thought here. Uh, the Holman Christian Study Bible says, quote, Since this entire paragraph is devoted to Jesus' teaching against retaliation, this verse probably prohibits disciples from seeking vengeance against opponents by refusing to help them in time of need. That seems to fit the context. The whole surrounding context is emphasizing that we as kingdom citizens are not to be a vindictive people. Instead of retaliating, 
we just take it. Instead of retaliating, we go the extra mile. Instead of retaliating, we seek to be helpful. That is a powerful testimony. This is a type of attitude and lifestyle Christ is calling for in his people. It is so human to want to lash out, to be vindictive, and want to retaliate, to seek some form of vengeance. But to just take it and seek the best for those who mistreat you is the stuff of kingdom living. Really, this is supernatural living made possible only by the power of the Holy Spirit. So when slapped, sued, abused, or used, we should not retaliate, but rather seek to be gracious. Instead of retaliating, we are to respond with grace. This is our kingdom calling as God's kingdom people. Lord, again, we thank you for your wonderful example of grace as seen in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. The law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Lord, uh, we have entered into the age of grace under Christ, and uh, Lord, that is to be reflected in how we respond uh, to people that do things that irritate us, uh, we don't appreciate, take advantage of us, or whatever. Uh, Lord, we're to have a gracious spirit about us, as taught by Christ here. Help us to put grace on display as we serve you today. I pray in his name. Amen.